Hi, this is Kaya with Notes by Kaya, and this is Notes by Kaya the podcast. So today we are going to jump in talking about three things that your child should be hearing from you more often. We often get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of our day and telling our kids what they need to do, (laughs) cleaning the kitchen or cleaning their room, telling them to get off their phone, fussing at them about grades or their attitude, but we forget that there really needs to be a lot more positive things that they're hearing from us daily. And so we're just going to walk through three of those things that I feel are extremely important and Of course, there are more than these three things that you should be saying to your child, but these are just three things to get you started. So let's hop in. So number one is thank you. And it really amazes me how many parents have the attitude of that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to do these things. Why do I need to tell them thank you? But the truth is that it is good to hear thank you. So think about on your job, if you're like, you were hired for this job, right? So all the things that you're doing, and sometimes supervisors do give us things that are not technically supposed to be ours, right? But that's not the point. So you were hired for a job, but yet you want a thank you. You want to feel appreciated. It's the same way with your child. They want to feel appreciated. They want to feel like you actually see that they're trying, that they're doing the things that you've asked them to do. It doesn't hurt to say thank you. And honestly, it's going to be more helpful than anything for you to say thank you. And just whether that's thank you so much for doing your chores. Thank you so much for not giving me attitude when I asked you to do that. There's like a million things that you can tell them thank you for and that you should be like making sure that that's in your daily conversation. Even if, so say there is something that you've been talking to them about over and over again that you are really tired of talking about it, but you see that they're making an effort to change it. So say you've been talking to them about their attitude, right? And even though they might have like started to catch one, but you notice that they caught themselves before saying anything out of line or giving you attitude or whatever, still thank them. Not be like, ah, don't. No, just thank you for catching yourself on that so I didn't have to say anything. Or if you've been talking to them about, I don't know, cleaning the kitchen more often and you notice that they've stepped up and done it without you having to ask. Thank you for doing that without me having to ask you. It's just simply acknowledging their efforts when they do something and they're not going to always get it right. You don't always get it right. 
So don't expect them to be more perfect than you are. And that acknowledgement goes so far. So let's move on to number two. Number two is I am so proud of you. And, you know, it's funny to me watching how our communication changes with our kids from when they're toddlers to as they grow. And, you know, when toddlers do things, we praise them for everything. Like, I I don't know. And I don't know why or when that stops, but it shouldn't. It should be a continuous thing. Like, who doesn't like to hear that someone is proud of them? Like, for me, I have my core people that when they say they're proud of me, it just lights up my whole world and gives me so much fuel to keep going. And I love to hear, I mean, it's good to hear from anybody, but you know, when you hear it from your parents or for me, like when my uncle says, I'm proud of you, that to me, I'm like, yay, thank you. And it's it's just like, He's been in my corner with so many different things, um, good and bad. So when we get to have a conversation where he's saying, I'm so proud of you, it it feels different. It hits different. So make sure that you're telling them that you're proud of them. Even when it's not like a public acknowledgement or a public award or something like that like say they get something at school for the work that they were doing or something yes say I'm proud of you with that but even the smaller things around the house um or smaller efforts that aren't necessarily publicly recognized so say your child was had like a 73 in math and they bring that up to a 75. Thank you. I am so proud of you for trying and putting in effort. And to you, like just using that small example, that sounds like only two points, right? But think about how hard it is. Like it's so easy for your grade to go down and it's hard to bring it up. So even for two points, sometimes depending on how the work is weighted, it can take a lot of effort. So even just acknowledging, hey, you're working hard, you're doing your best, keep it going. Like I'm proud of the effort that you're putting in. I noticed that you really worked hard on your homework last night. I saw that you were like ignoring text messages to get your work done or that you, when your friend called you, you said, hey, I need to finish this homework. Let me call you back. I am proud of you for making that decision and being responsible, right? So we have to get out of this mindset of, uh, that's just what they're supposed to do. When you know that when you receive these kinds of compliments and affirmations, that it feels good. So don't deprive your child of that. Continue to do that. And, you know, kids go through a lot more than we recognize. And I will continue to say that. So when you are constantly harping on them about what they're not doing, how they're not doing enough and things like that, 
what impact do you think that's really having on them? If you have a supervisor that, you know, you've worked all this overtime this week, you've, you know, been working on these reports or whatever, and all they can say is, oh yeah, I need you to do this too. Or yeah, you messed up on this and not, hey, I see that you've been working really, really hard on this. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're doing great. For some reason, we feel like with children, it's minimal, but really, they're not born to be your slaves, first of all. (laughs) Even though, yes, it is helpful and all of that, but really, yeah, it, it feels good to receive compliments and affirmations. And I will say for every negative, I don't want to just say negative, but everything that you tell them to do that is that it's not necessarily positive, like not an affirmation, not a compliment, things like that. There should be three times more of those positive things, at least three times more. And so that means even if they did something wrong today, that you can turn that around and say something positive as well. Um, things that we teach when teaching communication is you say something positive at the beginning when you're giving feedback is you say something positive at the beginning, then you give the correction and then you say something else positive. And that is the same thing that can work here. Um, Hey, I really appreciate you doing the dishes. Sorry. I keep using that reference because that was like one of my main chores growing up and I have in my head, like, yeah. Anyway, so thank you so much for cleaning the dishes. Some of them weren't completely clean. So could you work on maybe scrubbing them a little better before you put them in the dishwasher? Thank you so much for trying. I appreciate it. That can be hard and you can throw in some other things like, yeah, I know it sucks to have to wash dishes before the dishwasher washes them right. But um, thank you for your efforts and for trying. I appreciate you. And that's it. It's not really that hard. And think about how good that would feel. And rather than, hey, none of these dishes are clean. What are you doing? I told you a million times. But hey, remember when we talked about how you have to really kind of scrub some things a little bit more than others before you put them in a dishwasher? A couple of these weren't quite clean. So thank you. Um, Just try to remember to do that. Okay. And that's it. And you can like think about how much better you would respond to that kind of communication than someone just like griping at you all the time. Okay. And our last and final thing is I love you. So um, I don't know. How often do you say that you love your child? And when are you saying it? Are you still saying it when there is discipline happening um, or correction? You can and you should be still saying I love you in those moments. And I don't know kind of where that falls off, but 
yeah, I mean, they should be hearing I love you every single day. And, you know, you might think, oh, well, they know that I love them. But it's good to hear it. Like, I don't know about you, but if my partner doesn't say I love you and just expects me to know, I don't like that. It doesn't make me feel very good. Um, I still like to hear it. Yes, I know that they love me, but I still like to hear it. I'm the kind of person that will text you randomly in the middle of the day and be like, do you still love me? <laughs> like, I just need to know. And so, yeah, I think it's very important for them to hear, especially when as a parent, there are going to be moments where you have to correct, you have to discipline. That's part of your job, right? It's part of the job description. but. But at the same time, it's important to make sure that those positive things are in there and consistently and more often than anything negative or any correction. So just make sure that you're telling them you love them. You love them, right? So just make sure that you are saying that and they hear it and they feel it so when you're because when you're always saying you're not doing this you're not doing that like I love you so even in discipline making sure hey I know that we had to have this rough conversation I love you so those are my top three tips just Think about the things that you like to hear, the things that push you to keep going, the things that encourage you and do the same thing with your child. It's easy for me to put that in the perspective from work and a supervisor kind of position because the majority of us understand what that looks like and feels like. I made a post on Instagram the other day, you know, if your supervisor talked to you the way that you talk to your child, how would that make you feel? And for a couple people, it was like, dang, that was like a reality check, right? Because we don't want to, like, come on, you know, you're learning, you're growing, and so are they. So, all right, well, let's get ready for our parenting and media segment. Rebecca's mother. If you want to live with her rules, fine. Go live in her house. Okay, so today for our parenting and media segment, we're going to talk about Queen's Gambit, which is a new show on Netflix. It is really good. I at first really struggled and was not going to watch it because of the first five minutes as a social worker was just I was like, oh my God, like I was freaking out and I was like, it's, this is how this is going to go the rest of the time. I, I can't watch, but I asked in my black girls and social, or not my group, but a group that I'm in black girls and social work on Facebook. And they were like, girl, yes, just get past that one part and keep watching. It's amazing. And it is a good social work movie. So I was like, okay, so I've pushed through. Um, I'm not really given any spoilers. Um, this is a very, very minor part in the movie. And I just want to bring this up. So um, if you want to watch and come back and listen, then that's fine. But it's not. If you haven't watched, it, I'm not really giving anything away. 
So at one point, we know from just the previews that she goes on to play chess and is a really great chess player. And at one point in the movie, she's in the store with her mom and she asks, she like catches a a chess set catches her eye and she's like, Hey, can I get that? And I'm like, Oh, well, like they were walking upstairs. We'll get it on the way down. And then they come down and she's like, Hey, what about this chess set? Like you said, we will look at it whenever we came back down. Oh, we'll do it another time. And that I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like how many times have I seen that happen? And two things came to mind when I watched that is number one, try your best to keep your word. If you have no intentions of looking at that chest set, don't say that you're going to, and then let them down. Like for what? If it's going to be a not today from the beginning, just say not today. Don't promise them, okay, we'll come back in five minutes or whatever if that's not going to happen. Now, I understand things happen and sometimes we have to change plans or whatever, but don't say things from the beginning that you really don't intend to do. Um, And then the second thing was don't just blow it off just because you don't understand. So, a big part of the show is that women in that time really didn't play chess. And even now you don't hear as many women knowing how to play chess as you do men. And so the mom is kind of like, that's a boy's game anyway. And feeding into the stereotype, all of that. And she doesn't really understand her love for the game. And she definitely doesn't know how good she is. And so blowing it off when they're going out the store I was just like, oh my gosh. So just because your child is into something that you don't necessarily understand, and for you that might be video games, that might be a sport that they play, that, you know, whatever it is, don't blow it off as if it's nothing um, just because you don't understand it, but do your best to support them, get them the tools to help them be successful. One thing that I remind parents all the time is especially now you can make money doing absolutely anything. So where you might think, oh, you can't really make money doing this, 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 but with the help of social media, absolutely anything is possible and can be turned into a money-making business. And so don't put those things off or shut them down or dismiss them just because you don't understand. I tell people all the time, like, don't be stuck in your own understanding of things, but look outside the box and try to support them in whatever they like to do. Um, and that can be tough because you're like, Hey, you still have school, you still have this, but show them how to make it work into their schedule. If that's something that they really like to do. And don't just dismiss. And of course, watching the show, like we understand how good she is and how much that could help her, you know, different things like that. But it's the same thing in real life. You never know where it could take them. And if it's something that they're interested in, then pour into it, feed it and grow it and nurture it and see where it goes. Okay. So 
All right, well, that's the parenting media segment. As always, if you have a clip of a show or movie or even from social media that you would like me to cover, just email me at podcast at nospotkaya.com. Send me the link to watch or at least a season and episode number and I can talk about it on the show. All right, well, that wraps things up for us today. If you have questions, of course, you can email those to podcast at notesbykaya.com and I will answer them on the show. And also, next week is Black Friday and I am launching a course. It is my Mindful Parenting Masterclass the waitlist is open right now we will not actually start until january but next week for black friday i will open the doors for the course and allow you to purchase your seat so um go ahead and get on the waitlist now that way i will know to message you directly when things open up and you can get that super low price so a couple reasons to sign up now even though it's in January number one I will not be selling this course in January Uh, doors will be closed enrollment will be closed and so there's that and then also this is the lowest price that this course will ever be Um, so you want to hop on that right now because it's definitely gonna go up in within a short period of time so If you're not on my email list already, go to notesbykaya.com and sign up. I will also leave the link for the waitlist in the description so that you can get on there. I'm only allowing up to 15 people into the course. So that's another reason to go ahead and sign up now so that you make sure to reserve your spot. Um... If you have any questions, of course, just email me, DM me on social media, and that's it. So in this course, it's six weeks, and every week we will go through a different module talking about a different topic. Um, It is all about mindful parenting, but I'm going to be showing you how that applies in various areas. So in discipline and just everyday interactions and how to use that to enhance your relationship with your child and make sure that you're raising a mentally healthy child. We'll also talk about um, parent stress and self-care, how to make sure that you include that and the importance of that. We'll also talk about how to know when it is time for your child to get help and when you might need to seek out a professional to um, for their mental health care. Um, this There will be several bonuses included when you sign up early, and that includes an ebook that I've done, that includes a much more intimate, like smaller group coaching that will only be up to five people, and also a one on one with me, which is valued at over $300. So, um, yeah you'll get I'm giving away a lot of freebies with this and every time I think about it I'm like oh my god Kai, you're crazy <laughs> but um it is definitely well over 
three, four hundred dollars worth of bonuses that I'm giving to you for free if you sign up now. So go ahead and do that. Like I said, the link for the waitlist is going to be in the description. And then also, um, you can sign up for my emails at notesbykai.com. If you're already on my email list, you should already have information on this. So yes, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you for being here and listening, sharing all of that. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.